We're learning the second Sicha of Purim and Chelik Tezayin on page 365. This is a very Gishmake Sicha on Purim where the Rebbe will explain all the mitzvahs of the day of Purim, the mitzvah of Mishta Vesimcha, Mikramagilla, Mishlaich Manis, Matanis Lavyanim. The Rebbe will explain this both Alpinigla, Alpialoche, especially according to the Rambam, and also connecting it and explaining the deeper meaning and apichsidis, what the point of these mitzvahs are and how they express the essence and the content of what the day and the celebration of the Yantav of Purim is. When the Pasik says that the Yidin fulfilled and the Yidin accepted, that extra word Kiblu HaYehudim, Zogn Chazal, so the Gemara tells us, Kaimu Mashekiblu Kvar, that since it says Kiblu, that means they already accepted the Torah once before, but here the Yidin fulfilled and accepted the Torah again fully. Which means, as the Maidor, Rabbi Loi Raise, that this, that was a, a question, a question mark, so to speak, on this, that Yidin accepted the Torah the first time, Mitzadem, why was there a problem with this, that Yidin accepted the Torah then, by Matan Torah, was Kofa Kodesh Baruch Aleim as a Harke Gigis Because Chazal described that when Yidin came to accept the Torah, the Abisha lifted a mountain above them like a barrel over their heads. And he, so to speak, threatened them and said that if you accept the Torah is good, and if not, you'll be buried here. That's what happened then at the time of Matan Torah. So it wasn't a full acceptance by their own choice. But now, over here at the time of the Gzeda of Haman uh, and Achashvedish, and by, through the miracle that happened, this bottle given and bimea put him. So that that question that there was, or that uh, error that there was on this acceptance at the time of Matan Torah was annulled. Because the Yidin now, again, fully accepted it at the time of Achashvedish. Now, as says, move on, it's understood. As das was Yidin, the fact that then, at the time of the Gzeda of Purim and the Nes of Purim, the Yidin accepted the Torah fully on their own, is a very important detail of what happened at this time of Purim. If so, the question is, Why were Chazal not Mesakin? Why did they not institute anything to turn Bimea Purim on Indian Lezecher from the Mahada Kiblua Bimea Cheshverish? To do something on the Yantif for this, to remember, to express this point that Yidin accepted the Torah again in the time of Cheshverish. So now, this that the Yidin accepted the Torah again and fully accepted it in the time of Achashverish, so Rashi says that this is out of the love that they had for the Ebishter because of the miracle that the Ebishter did for them. Which means that it's all because of the very miracle that happened, that the Eden were saved. And of course, regarding the miracle that the Eden were saved, we celebrate all the different details of Purim, reading the Megillah and everything else. So the miracle of Purim is definitely celebrated. And that was also the cause for this, that the Eden accepted the Torah again. But it's still difficult to say, But there should be absolutely no memory, not, nothing that we do to remind us about the most important thing that happened over here, was the Nesotah This, what the miracle expressed and brought out from the Yidin and inspired them, the Gemar and Shleimus from Matan Teireh, to fully accept the Teireh, Kabbalah Satayrim Midaitam, on their own to fully accept the Teireh without the Kofalem Har Kegigis.
So what is the chat in this? Why don't we find and put him any zeicher for the sinyan? So the answer for this is Azad Rabbah. On the contrary, this that Yidin fully accepted the Torah at the time of Purim is actually expressed by all of the mitzvahs on Purim. Aleph Mikra Megillah, the mitzvah of reading the Megillah, Beis Mishloyach Manis, the mitzvah of Mishloyach Manis, and Gimel Matanis Lav Yainim, these three main mitzvahs of Purim all express this point that Yidin fully accepted the Torah. You see in these mitzvahs here that it's very much emphasized in them a certain change, something that's unique in them, in Purim, the way they're fulfilled in Purim, comparing it to the way it is by other Yamim Toivim. And the Rebbe says we're specifically pointing out these three mitzvahs. Mashenke, the under mitzvahs in Yanim Shabbat Purim, there are other mitzvahs and other obligations that there are in Purim, Kriya the fact that you read from the Torah and put him Amiras Valanisim Bitfila, saying adding Valanisim and Davening, or Bibrichasamazan or on benching, Issa Hesbit Vitainis, the fact that you're not allowed to make a eulogy or fast on Purim, Suuda, or the mitzvah of the, the Suda of Purim, Mishtavasimchit, the drink and eat on Purim, Velachazanandodig Mosam, Bishar, Hachagim, Viyomim Tavim, which are similar to what there is in the other Yomim Tavim, so those are things that it does, don't stand out. But when it comes to Mikra Megillah, Mishlaich Manis, and Matanis Lav Yainim, these are unique mitzvahs, which are different than other Yomim Tavim, and if you pay attention to what the obligation of these mitzvahs are, you'll see that they express this concept that the Yidin fully accepted the Torah by the Nes of Purim. So to, to, to explain this with the following introduction. What's the difference between an action that a person does when he's being forced, he's doing it against his will, and an action when a person does it willingly and consciously by his own choice? Then, this is Balkarchai, when a person does something against his will, being forced, the person will do only as much as he, he has to, what he's being forced to do, and as much as is required, as much as the obligation of the mitzvah would be to just fulfill his obligation, to get it over with, to get, it, to get done and move on. By contrast, when a person does something with his own personal desire and will, you won't be satisfied with just fulfilling his obligation and moving on. The person will make an effort and he will search to add, to beautify the action of the mitzvah that he's doing as much as possible. More even than the actual obligation that lies upon him. He'll want to do it as much as possible with as much beauty and energy that he can invest in it as possible. So this is expressed by the Kimu Vekiblu, the fact that the Yidin fully accepted the Torah here at this time of Purim, these mitzvahs of writing and reading the Megillah on Purim, So if you pay attention to these mitzvahs, you'll see that these are mitzvahs that you have the rest of the year. But the way it's fulfilled here on Purim, it's done with a completely different energy, with a completely adding a whole new dimension to the mitzvah, expressing the fact that the Yidin are accepting the mitzvahs with their own desire fully, and therefore they do it with more of a hider to beautify these mitzvahs. 
Vahabir, so the explanation over here is, These three mitzvahs are not brand new that we don't find similar anywhere else. But only Edoch, but on the other hand, but you could see over here in the mitzvahs, in the way they are fulfilled on Purim, that there's something, there's an added dimension to each one of these mitzvahs that you don't have in any other place. And the rabbi begins with the first, with Mikra Megillah. The Rinyin HaMegillah is not a chiddush. The idea of having a Megillah is not, is not a chiddush. As an endof from Friya, the Sifre Kaidish, Teira Nevi'im Aksuvim. You have the other Sifre Kaidish, Teira Nevi'im Aksuvim. So Megillah is a, is a concept that you have a, a Teira Shebichsav and the other sections of Teira Nevi'im Aksuvim. Afal Pikain, but at the same time though, is Mitra Megillah, Nitaisuf Gevaran, Nocha Seifit, so the Sifre Kaidish. This is a new addition, adding another Sefer to the Sifre Kaidish, which did not exist before, another, another part to the Sifre Kaidish. And it came with a special request of Kisvuni Ledeiris, where Esther asked that she should be written and should be part of the Tanakh, the Ksuvim, for all generations. This is not just a miracle that Eden celebrated Yantiv, but it's written as part of the Ksuvim. It's at the end, the very last, of the Ksuvim. So that's regarding the writing of the Megillah. Even the writing of the Megillah, on one hand, you have the other Sifre Kaidish that exist prior to the Megillah, so it's not a new concept, but at the same time though, it's a brand new addition to add the story of Purim to make it part of the Sifre Kaidish. Similar when it comes to the mitzvah of reading the Megillah, is the chsaid that in from Kriya Beteire Shin Given. The concept of reading in the Teire, we have regarding reading the Teire every Shabbos, every Monday, Thursday, and so on. The concept of relating the miracle of why we celebrate a Yom Tov, you have a Yom Tovim, you have a Pesach, the mitzvah, to say the story of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. So the fact that we read the story of the miracle of Purim and the Yom Tov is also in itself not a Chiddush. But at the same time though, there's an added dimension to the mitzvah of reading the Megillah, which is more than the way it usually is done. Over here, the mitzvah of Kriya and Megillah has to be done by night and by day. Twice. It's not enough to do it once. And from a Megillah, it's a story that you can't just say, like on Pesach, you say the story of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Over here, you have to read the story from a kosher Megillah, from the parchment, and Pursumi Nisa has to be done with Pursumi Nisa in a public setting for everybody to hear the story of the Megillah, Vachulu. So, therefore, what we see is that the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah, on one hand, is one of the mitzvahs that we find otherwise that we fulfill in the Torah. But it's with an added dimension, with a whole added features to it, the way it's fulfilled. It's read twice, Dafka and Megillah, Dafka with Pesumi Nisa. So this expresses this concept that this is a mitzvah which is being done with an extra hider, with an extra investment of the person doing it more than usual. Similar regarding Mishlayach Manis. Leitvis is Mavur and Manis Alevi. So the Manis Alevi, one of the Sfarim, of the earlier, uh, from the one, the, the Bala Mechaber of L'Chadaydi actually, a big Mekubal, so he wrote a Sefer on the Megillah, so in his Sefer he explains what the concept of the mitzvah of Mishloach Manas is all about. So he says, as in Yonah, is in Yonah, Tzumar Bezayin, Sholem V'Reyes, V'Shenein Yidin Metatzveitin. The point of the mitzvah is to bring about more peace and friendly, friendliness and uh, closeness between one Yid and another. This is a mitzvah and a very general and important mitzvah all year. 
Avas Yisrael, the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. Valach is a klal gadol b'tayre, the biggest klal in the whole tayre. Aber, um, so that's on one hand. It's a mitzvah, Mishleich Manis is just the part of, or just the fulfillment of the regular mitzvah, of the usual mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. Aber, but at the same time, there's a new added dimension here to this mitzvah of Mishleich Manis. Mitzad mitzvah Avas Yisrael is nitok in chiyuv as medav zuchan ayidin to mekayim zayn the mitzvah from vaftal racha kamaycha. The mitzvah of Avis Yisrael does not obligate one to go and search for another Yid to express your love and to share with him something. So here there's a novelty in this mitzvah of Mishleich Manes, which is that you have to go out of your way to find someone, to find a friend. You have to express and do that mitzvah. And how do you do the mitzvah? You don't give him just money, but you give him actual food that he can eat it right away. You can immediately eat it. So here we see that this is a mitzvah of Avis Yisrael, but with a whole added dimension to it, that you have to go out and find a Yid to express your love and closeness to him, and give him something that he could use right away. That in Yenatzdoke, the idea of giving money for poor people is basically the mitzvah of Tzdoke. It's a mitzvah b'chol kula. This is a mitzvah all year round. And Purim, Kumtsu, the Yisrael, however, similar to Mishleich Manis, when it comes to Purim, so here there's an advantage, as is nit genug dos, was beshas a treft an oni, is there in Mekayin the mitzvah from Posayach Tiftach and Nosin Titen, that if he encounters a poor person that's needy, so he fulfills then the mitzvah of Tzedakeh to open his hands and to give him Tzedakeh, nor er darf es suchen und gefinnen. He has to find a poor person und zweien ihn. It says, Matonis lev yoinim, you have to find two poor people, and they get them from matonis, you have to give them matonis, you have to give them gifts, you have to give them generously. So, therefore, this is also the same mitzvah as we have, but with much more of a, of a chayis and the beautifying and adding to the mitzvah much more than usual. So, this concept that we see here expressed in these three mitzvahs of Purim, we see it emphasized in the actual Lashon that Chazal say that here the Yidin and Purim accepted Taita in such a way that they fulfilled and they accepted fully what they have already accepted once before. So what this is saying is these are things that Yidin already had and accepted and fulfilled from before already. So applying that to these three mitzvahs, these are three mitzvahs that Yidin already had from before. Whether the mitzvah of learning from the Torah, reading from the Torah, the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, the mitzvah of Tzedakah. Purim Aber, but now regarding these three mitzvahs when it comes to Purim, Kumten Zeitzu der Inyifin Kaimu. There's an additional dimension to their fulfillment. That Oivtufin Kiyom V'chizuk. It brings a stronger level of fulfillment. In these mitzvahs you have both an added feature and a dimension and the fulfillment of the mitzvahs, both regarding mitzvahs between one and a fellow man and the Eibishter. Adding another part in Torah, literally, which is Ksiva, Sakriyas, Megillah, adding another Sefer of the Ksuvim in the Torah and reading from the Megillah. This also adds to, to praise and sing to the Ebishter for this miracle. So this is in, in, done, done in a way even more than other Yomim Tovim. So this is adding in a mitzvah of Ben Adam Lamokim. 
on ishtadlus miyachedes, also adding an action and with a special effort in the meaning of avtlaracha kamaycha and mitzvahs atzdake. In these two mitzvahs of avtlaracha kamaycha and the mitzvah atzdake, durch mishloich manis ishlariyeyum atanas lavyeyne, which is ben adam lachaveire. Adding another dimension to the mitzvah in these two things, which are ben adam lachaveire. So this is the explanation of how you have a zeicher for this Indian of Kaimim HaShakiblu Kvar that you didn't fully accept the Torah and put in. You see it expressed in these three mitzvahs and the way it's fulfilled. However, on this explanation you could ask the following question. The Hezbollah we said up till here is based on the explanation that was given what the mitzvah of Mishleach Manis is and what the mitzvah of Matanas Lavyeinim is. So the way it was explained till here is that Mishleach Manis, it's basically an offshoot of the mitzvah of Aves Yisrael with an added dimension. Matanas Lavyeinim is an offshoot of the mitzvah of Tzedakah with an added dimension. But there are other reasons that are given for these two mitzvahs and they're really not an offshoot of Aves Yisrael or Tzedakah. By Mishleach Manis, what does it say regarding Mishleach Manis? So here the Rebbe quotes from the Truma Sadeshan that gives a different reason for this mitzvah. The point of the mitzvah is that everybody should have enough to fulfill the mitzvah, to be able to have the suda on Purim. And this is what it seems from what the Gemara tells us in the first Pedic of Megillah. So Abaye Baravin and Chanina Baravin, Nachlafi Su'udusayu, they would exchange the food that they, could, they, they prepared for the meal of Purim, La Dadi, with one another, V'nafku Bahachi, and this is how they fulfilled the mitzvah of Mishleich Manis. So Alme, so based on that Gemara, what we see is the time Mishum Sudehi. The point was, uh, the point of the mitzvah is to, to share food for, with another person in order that he should have the food for the Suda. And these two Amiraim, the, the brothers, that they were poor and they didn't have enough for themselves and to share with another, so they just exchanged their Sudas. So that's regarding the mitzvah of Mishleich Manis. It's not related, it's not an expression of the mitzvah of Avis Yisrael, but it's actually to prepare to help another year to fulfill the mitzvah of Sudas Purim. Similar, it says regarding the mitzvah of Matanas Lav Yainim and Purim is Mashma Bekamim Bekaimis. So it's also Mashma in different places. As thus is Kedei, his own Hobm Genuk of Sudas Purim. That the main point is that the Matanas Lav Yainim should be used for the Suda of Purim. And that's why the mitzvah of Matanas Lav Yainim is the best if you give it to somebody that you know, Bai Bayaim, is going to use it for the mitzvah of Sudas Purim. So according to these opinions, as teichnon ve'inyonon from the mitzvahs, that the, the content and the point of these mitzvahs is their kiyom from Sudas Purim, is to have the ability to give another yid the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Purim, of the Suda that is. Unzalidam is the ishtadlus b'mitzvah seilu, and that's the effort that in these mitzvahs to go and find somebody that needs a Suda, that needs money or food for a Suda. Chach as bederach memele is mendemit mekayim oich mitzvahs v'avtalerachah kemayicham mitzvahs stokeh. Yes, it is true that by doing this, you also happen to be expressing and fulfilling the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael and also a mitzvah of Tzedakah. But that's not the point of the mitzvah though. That's not what the mitzvah is about. So if so, is in Zay, doch nit nikir umudgish de kaimam ashikiblu kvar. So the answer that we said before, that in all of the mitzvahs of Purim, including Mishleich Manis and Matanis Lav Yainim, 
that they express this concept that you have the mitzvah before. And here on Purim, it's being fulfilled with an added dimension, with an added hidur. You don't see it regarding Mishleich Manas and Matanas Yainim, if it's true, like these opinions, according to these opinions, that it's not related at all to Avis Yisrael and Tzedak. It's a different concept. So if so, the question is, where do you see this Indian of Kaimu Mashakiblu Kvar expressed in how we celebrate Purim, in the mitzvahs of Purim? So the Rebbe will give you a long introduction and we'll come back to explain where you see the Indian of Kaimu Mashakiblu Kvar in the mitzvahs of Purim and the Rebbe will explain this on a much deeper level than the point that we just said until here. Let's see. So this will be understood with the following introduction. As Rambam is Mashma Kanals. The Rebbe will focus very much on the Rambam, the way the Rambam describes the mitzvahs of the day of Purim. And it seems in the words of the Rambam that he also agrees to what was brought here, which is as the mitzvahs from Matanaslav Yainim, that the mitzvahs of Matanaslav Yainim, the, the, the mitzvah of Matanaslav Yainim is nit nor als mitzvah tzdake. It's not only a, a fulfillment of the mitzvah of tzdake. And similar regarding Mishleach Manas, as we will speak about soon, that this is not, it's not, it's not about tzdake. It's connected specifically to the day of Purim. So what does the Rambam say? Rambam. Towards the end of Hilchas Megillah, the Rambam says, It's better for a person to add more in giving the tzedakah, or to giving the money that is, for Matanislav Yainim, even more than spending your money in making a big, beautiful, lavish meal for Purim, or Bishleich Manis in the Bishleich Manis that you give, Lereyev to your friends. Why is this? Because there is no greater and more splendid simcha for the Eibishter When you bring the simcha to the hearts of the poor people and the orphans, valmanis and widows, gaitim and converts. When a person brings simcha to these unfortunate individuals, then you're comparing yourself, you're acting like the Eibishter himself. Shenema, as the Pasuk says, The Eivishter brings life to those spirits that are low, that are, that, that are fallen in their heart. The Eivishter gives life to those that their hearts are crushed. So here the Rambam tells you, you want to know how to spend your money on Purim, invest most of your money into Matanas Lav Yainim. Not as much, as, uh, not, not as much into your Su'udah or your Mishleich Manas. That's the Rambam. So now what do we see over here? What do we understand from this Rambam? How he defines what's the point of the mitzvah of Matanas Lav Yainim. Now if we were to say that the Rambam's opinion is as the teichna mitzvah for Matanas Lav Yainim Bipurim is that in Yenat that the whole point of the mitzvah of Matanas Lav Yainim is really an offshoot. It's connected to the mitzvah of Tzedakah. If so, automatically is there is that Indian This idea of Madonna Slav that you share and you give to poor people are Maila versus Da by the Mitzvah of So the advantage, the big Maila that Rambam talks about over here of giving Zdake to the poor individuals, this should be a Maila in the Mitzvah of Zdake all year round. The fact that you bring joy to the poor people and doing this, you're acting similar to the Ebesh to himself. The Rambam should bring this big mile that there is regarding Matanas Lav Yainim, should bring it in its place in Hilchas Matnas Anim, in the Halachas of Matnas Anim, where I read, the mile from the Sinis at Zdaka Bechlal, 
And there the Rambam talks about the big advantages that there are in the mitzvah of Tzedakah. So if, again, if we are to say that the mitzvah of Matanus Lev Yainim is an offshoot of the mitzvah of Tzedakah, so then why does the Rambam bring out the maila of what this mitzvah is, which is the fact that you give Tanim, Dafke here, B'negeet to put him, why, why doesn't the Rambam bring it B'chlal, B'negeet to the mitzvah of Tzedakah? Also the Shaykh is the Fundafke to put him in Ilchis Megillah. Why is this inyan that the Rambam brings here, the Mail of Matanislav Yainim, quoted and explained Dafke in connection to put him and in to Ilchis Megillah? The same is, the other way around the question becomes, the Mailus and Nisinis Dokke, was a brengt in Ilchis Matnasanim, those advantages that the Rambam does mention there in Ilchis Matnasanim about how great Tzedakah is, and one of them is, En Yisrael Negolem Melebet that the Eden will be redeemed from Golas through fulfilling the mitzvah of Tzedakah, their mantanidah in Hilchas Purim and Megillah. So here, in connection to Purim and Hilchas Megillah, the Ramam doesn't mention it at all. So from this itself, it's clear that the halacha of Tzedakah and the milas that there are for Tzedakah, that he explains in Hilchas Matnas Anim, and the, the halachas of, of, of Matanas Lev Yainim, which the Ramam explains and explains its maila over here in Hilchas Megillah, are two different things. So therefore we must say, according to the Rambam, Even if the fact is true that when you give Matanus Lav Yainim, you are also fulfilling a mitzvah of Tzedakah. But that's not what the mitzvah is about though. The content and the point of the mitzvah, from mitzvahs, Matanus Lav Yainim, it's not just about a mitzvah of Tzedakah. Which the concept of tzedakah is when a person is lacking and you give him tzedakah that he should have what he needs. That's, that's what tzedakah is about. That's not what matanas lev yainim and purim is. Nor rather, the idea of matanas lev yainim is a fulfillment of the simcha of purim. And that fulfillment of the Simcha of Purim is how from Ani, by, by bringing the Ani to have the ability that he should fulfill the mitzvah of Simcha of Purim, it's not just about giving him the money, but it's about bringing joy to the poor people. Completely different mitzvah. It's, a, it's connected to Purim specifically, which is a day of Mishta Simcha, And that Mishta Simcha has to also be expressed by bringing Simcha, not just to yourself, but also to the Ani. That's what the mitzvah is about. As we'll see more barich, as the Rebbe will explain later this Indian. The Rebbe adds here, high timer. For this reason, because the main point here is not that stokke, the demach soireh, to give an ani what he's lacking, what he needs, his financial uh, situation and so on, but it's about simcha, bringing the ani to simcha. So based on this, as move on was the Rambam is dok koilul and their simcha from Matanas Lav Yainim. Why the Rambam when he speaks about this mitzvah of simcha that you bring by Matanas Lav Yainim? So the Rambam is ma'irich and he says oichi soimim almanis vegeirim, the orphans, the alman, almanis, the widows and the converts. Why does the Rambam say all of this? Chayre seemingly oib zezenin nitzrachim. If these individuals that the Rambam is mentioning here are people that are needy, they're poor, zen is edachin klalfen of Yainim vanim. So then they are included already in what was said that they are poor people of Yainim. It's not, ne- not, not, not necessary to spell out these individuals separately. I mean, how they became poor is not important to me. I mean, the point is that right now they're poor because they're Yisayimim, Ammonis, and Negadim. So that's included in Avyainim. Why does the Rambam specify separately Yisayimim, Ammonis, and Negadim? 
If there are individuals that are not poor and don't come to stock, and therefore they don't need any stock, so why does the Rambam mention them, the Yisayimim, the Almanis, and the Geirim, in connection to the mitzvah of Matanis Lev Yainim, which means to give Matanis to poor people, if, if they are not poor? But based on what we said before, as the Geder V'teichena Mitzvah from Matanis Lev Yainim, the what defines and what is the content of this mitzvah, it's not just about giving someone stocker for what he's lacking, but rather it's Be'ekilis Sameach Le'evachulah. It's to bring them the joy, that by giving them tzedakah, you make them happy. So therefore, that's what the Rambam is spelling out over here, all of these unfortunate individuals, that the point is not just the fact that they are financially poor and so on, but it's the fact that these are people that are usually downtrodden, people that are, could be depressed, people that are, that are not happy. And that's the whole point of the mitzvah. Find those people that can't fulfill the mitzvah of Simchas Purim, and, and give them money to help them to bring them simcha. That's, that's the, the, all these details here. Regarding this detail of simcha, they are all needy and they are all lacking this ability to bring themselves to come to the simcha of Purim and therefore they, they are of yainim in this sense regarding what you're trying to do here in this mitzvah to bring them simcha. So this is one point. So we see over here that the Rambam holds that Matanus Lev is not a fulfillment. It's not only, it's not, that's not the point of the mitzvah, a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Tzedakah, but it's a different Indian, to bring Simcha to Daniyim. Nochmer from Loshna Rambam is move on. You can see from the language of the Rambam as Aladrayin Yonim. All three mitzvahs, Sai Seudosai, the meal of Purim, Sai Shloyach Manas and also the mitzvah of sending the, the Manas, the food for your friends. And the mitzvah of giving matanis lavyanim is in yonam v'toichnam. What's the point and what's the content of all of the mitzvahs of Purim? Simcha. It's all one point. The inyan of simcha. Itan under inyan. It's not three distinct mitzvahs that have three, def- three separate points. It's all one point of simcha. Not what the Rambam tells you. Hayyayis as einsham simcha gedayla mefuara. What is the greatest and the most splendid joy? Is to bring the simcha for poor individuals. So even though you could fulfill the simcha through your suda, you could also fulfill the simcha through mishleich manis. But out of these simchas, the simcha of matanis lavyainim is the greatest simcha. And therefore you should add even more in the simcha of matanis lavyainim. So from, from the context over here, you understand that the others, the other mitzvahs, which is the Suda and Mishleich Manas, are also an Indian of Simcha. If they are not an Indian of Simcha, if they have nothing to do with Simcha, the Rambam wouldn't use this lotion of you being marbe more than the others. The others have no shaykhist pochlal. The point is the others are also an Indian of Simcha. Elamai, they are a lower level of Simcha. Where should you be marbe? Where is the emes Indian of Simcha? Is l'sameach le'evaniyim. That's, what that's what's understood from the language of the Rambam. So So the question here is, the Suda is move on as in Simcha. Regarding the Suda of Purim, it's understood that the Suda of Purim, you eat uh, basar or yayin, whatever it is, that ex- that's an expression of the union of Simcha. So it's understood. I mean, the Pasik says, that where do you learn the Suda from Purim, of Purim from? Mishtav Simcha. So that's obviously a concept of Simcha. But what is the source of the Rambam to say as the Teichim Vengeder from Mishlayach Manus on Matanus Lavyanim is in Yonam Simcha? That we should also say that the other two mitzvahs of Mishlayach Manus and Matanus Lavyanim, what defines these mitzvahs? What are they all about? It's also an expression of Simcha. 
you could express the simcha not only through a meal, but also through giving Mishleich Manas and Matanas Lev Yainim. How does the Rambam know this? Why wouldn't we say, like it's mashma from the other Mepharshim, that Mishleich Manas is an Indian of Avas Yisrael, Matanas Lev Yainim is an Indian of Zdokya. Where does the Rambam take this point that they are all tied into one Nekudah of Simcha? Another detail that we need to explain over here is, What's the Takah Dishaychis? What is the connection of this point that the Rambam brings here? That a person that brings joy to these unfortunate people, so he's compared to the Shechene, specifically to this mitzvah of Matanas Levyayne. Why, why can't we say this regarding the mitzvah of Tzedakah Bechlal? is the Shaykh by Yedinus in Tzedakah. Based on the pasuk that the Rambam brings, this could be true about every time a person gives stake. This is moving from the pasuk was the Rambam brings. The Rambam brings the pasuk. What does the pasuk say? You give stake to a person that's needy, and you give him life, you give him money that he can buy food for himself, so that he's doing melashchina. And from that wegen, the mountain the Rambam the Maile doing melashchina benegayets at stake bechlal canal. The Rambam does not mention this Maile in Hilchus Matnas Aniim, where he speaks about the Mailas of stake. That the Maile is that you doing melashchina. Chach as a brank darten the pasuk lahachis ruach shvalim. That is a pasuk that's quoted there in Hilchus Matnas Aniim, but nevertheless the Rambam does not make the point and say that when you give stake, so that you're that you're compared to to the shechina. Why not? So there has to, this has to be a unique thing of here about the mitzvah of Matanas Lev Yainim. Dafke this is Daimul Shechene. Benegeyatzu Mishleach Manis Yeshleimah. So now focusing specifically on Mishleach Manis. To explain, to answer the question the Rebbe says here, the last point that the Rebbe asked, or, or right before the brackets here. How do we know? Why would we say that Mishleach Manis is related to the Suda of Purim, which is to the Simcha? Where does the Rambam take this from? So, yeah, so regarding the Mishleich Manis, we can say, as the Rambam learned, as Taimo is canal, Farzorgen atzvete zolhoben of Sudas Purim. So the Rambam go, is, is following this opinion that we brought before from the Truma Sadeshen, that the whole mitzvah of Mishleich Manis is to be sure that another Yid also has the food that he needs for the Suda. But this is a tale from the Chiyuf, from Zayin, Egen Suda. And therefore the Rambam says that's part of really, it's another detail, it's another mitzvah, which is a part of the mitzvah of the Suda of the, of the, that the person has. With the Rambam Zok, and you see this in the way the Rambam presents the mitzvah of the Suda and Mishleich Manis. What is the obligation of this Suda? That you eat, and the Rambam goes on to describe the details. And then the Rambam goes on and he continues in the very same Allah, even though he's going to be talking here about Mishleich Manis, which is a separate mitzvah seemingly, but he doesn't put it in a separate Allah. He continues in the very same Allah. That he should send the food to his friend. And if you don't have extra, so you can exchange with your friends. They exchange the Sudas with one another. So the whole Suda of Purim, what is this mitzvah about? It's the mitzvah of Simcha. Simcha. So therefore, if we can see over here from the Lashon of the Rambam that the mitzvah of Meshleach Manis is connected to the mitzvah of Suda's Purim, that in order to enable another Yitra to fulfill the, the Suda of Purim, so therefore we understand why the Rambam takes that sort of a step further and says that the mitzvah of, of Suda's Purim and the mitzvah of Mishleach Manis have one teichen, the Indian of Simcha, to bring about Simcha for yourself 
or simcha also for Re'eyu, for your friend. So based on this, we can similar. We can also say similar. As oich b'matanis lav yoinim, as dosis fabunim it chiyuv mishtev simcha shalav. This is connected to the chiyuv of simcha that every person has upon himself that he has to fulfill the mitzvah of simcha and purim zayin suudis purim that you have a mitzvah of suudis purim and that you have to include and you have to have in your suudah that you are chayiv in this day. Include Aniyim as well. That's the real full fulfillment of your mitzvah of Simcha. So just like Benigaya too, the mitzvah of Sudas Purim, which also leads to the mitzvah of Mishloyach Manas. The Mishloyach Manas is a Shleimus, and that's the proper way how you fulfill your Simcha. Don't just have the Simcha for yourself with your own Sudah, but the Simcha should also be so great that it should be a selfless, it should be selfless, that you should include another Yid in that Simcha as well. And the same thing with Benigaya to Matanis Lav Yainim. The Matanis Lav Yainim is the proper way how to fulfill your mitzvah of Simcha. It shouldn't just be your own personal Simcha, but it should also be a Simcha where you share with poor individuals as well. And the Rambam says this concept we actually find regarding, regarding Yom Tev. The how, what's the proper way for a Yid to fulfill the mitzvah of Simcha's Yom Tev? When a Yid eats and drinks his, his Suda on Yom Tev. So there as well, the Rambam specifies all these details that a person should include, all these individuals that are unfortunate. If a person locks the doors of his courtyard, and he just eats alone, him and his family, and he doesn't include also to give, to drink, and to eat for other people that are poor or people that are bitter. So then the simcha of Yom Tev is not a simcha's mitzvah, the simcha's it's a simcha of your own stomach, your own personal pleasure. Ayin Shom, the Rambam there spells out the details. So we can see over there that including the Ani is not just about giving to him, but that's the shleimus of the fulfillment of your simcha of Yom Tev. And it's the same thing, when you get to Matanis Lav Yainim, I'm putting that we can say that the Matanis Lav Yainim is the shleimus of the fulfillment of your simcha of this day. So this is the Hasber, this would be the Hasber for the Shit of the Rambam, that all three mitzvahs, the Su'udah, Mishlaich Manas, the Matanas Lav Yainim, are one Nekudah, this one union of Simcha. As is Abishver, as I learn in. However, it's difficult to explain it this way. Specifically regarding Matanas Lav Yainim, it's difficult to say this. Hayais, the Rambam tailed up their din for Matanas Lav Yainim in Abazundar Alocha. Because when it comes to Matanas Lav Yainim, the Rambam does separate it into a separate halacha. He doesn't include it together like he did, in the same halacha as the mitzvah of the Suda, the Simcha of the day. And the Rambam in a separate halacha says, You're obligated to, to, to give out money to the poor people on Purim. Which the Rambam includes in the very same halacha together with the mitzvah of the Suda. And as we see over here, when the Rambam speaks about Matanas Lav Yainim, he does not bring it in the same context like it is in, Simch, in the Simchas Yamtev, where he says that your Simcha of Yamtev is only a Simcha Shal Mitzvah and not Simchas Kreisa, your own personal joy and pleasure, if, if, if you don't include poor people. Here in Purim, when the Rambam brings Matanas Lav Yainim, he does not mention this in connection to your su'ud that you eat and drink. From them is move on, so therefore it's understood from this. 
אז דאסא זה בזונדר עניין וסהטנית סוטן מתחייב סו דאסאי משתה ושמחה שאלף דאת המצווה ומתנס לאביינים is not an obligation as a result of the מצווה of שמחה משתה ושמחה that lies upon you that that מצווה is not fulfilled בשלמוס unless you include poor people it seems like that that's a, another a separate מצווה in a separate הלכה Ahmed, an additional point of here is Lafiyanalkumtais, based on what we said before here, would come out as Mishlayak Manasumatanaslavyanim Zenit Kimbazundri in Yanam Bapurim. They are not separate things in Purim, separate from the Simcha or the Sudha of Purim. It's all part of and the detail and the full fulfillment of the mitzvah of the Sudha of the Simcha. And so according to this it would come out that if one does not fulfill the mitzvah of Mishleich Manas or Matanas Lav Yainim is er nit yaitzik hidabai b'mitzvah sudas purim, mishta v'simcha shalav. So that means that you're not only lacking in one of these mitzvahs, whether Mishleich Manas or Matanas Lav Yainim, but you're also lacking in the full fulfillment of Yisudah of Purim, the mitzvah of Simcha that lies upon you. Similar to what the Rambam says in Yantif, that if you eat the Suda but you don't bring an Oni to join you, so then you're missing in your Simcha of Yantif. That's what it would come out based on what we're saying here. These mitzvahs are connected to one another. It's all the Shleimus of the mitzvah of Simcha's Yantif, of the Suda. This is going against what it would seem simply and where what it's explained in many places and that is as I said in Drei Bazundere Mitzvahs these are three separate mitzvahs you can fulfill one Bishleimus without the other the mitzvah of the Sudas put in Bishleimus Bishleich Manis is a mitzvah for itself Bishleimus and Matanas Lavienim is another mitzvah Bishleimus On Visizayich Mochach von Lashon HaRambam Benegeyat to Matanas Lavienim and this is clear also from the language that Rambam says regarding Matanas Lavienim as Mutav Lahar Bezbizeh that it's the best to spend most of your money in this mitzvah. This is the greatest and most splendid mitzvah of the day. What does this mean? This haste. So you understand from the language of the Rambam here that the mitzvah of simcha you have even without Matanus Lavyainim. But this level of simcha, this concept, this new concept of simcha, it's a different category of simcha. Simcha gedoyla mufuara, this kind of simcha you don't have. But the, the simcha of the suda, that you could have b'shleimus even without matanas levyeinim. As kovnis to the simcha of matanas levyeinim. The simcha of the suda is not compared to the simcha of matanas levyeinim. So it's not the pshat that without matanas levyeinim, so you're lacking in the entire simcha of the suda. Like it is by Yomtev, where the Rambam says, you're, you're lacking your whole Simcha of Yomtev. It's Simcha's Kreisai. It's just you, your own personal joy. No, over here it's Mashma that you have the Simcha. But then there's the Simcha of Matanas Lavyeinim, which is Gedayla Mufuara, on a completely different level. So therefore the question remains, what's the Pshat in this, that the Rambam, it seems from the language of the Rambam, that he includes these three mitzvahs of the Su'udah, Matanas Lavyeinim, and Mishleich Manis, all as details in the mitzvah of Simcha. If, as we see over here, you, you can't say that the reason is because there are details in the Suda. Because it, it is mashma that you're Mekayim the Suda B'Shleimus without M'Shleich Monas, without Matanas Lav So then why is it that all these three mitzvahs are one Akud of Simcha? So the explanation for all of this. So basically the Rebbe here will explain the Shittas HaRambam in the Pshat of the mitzvahs 
of the Suda of Purim, the Mishlaich Manis, and the Matanis Lavyainim. The Lashen in Megillah, the language of the Pasik in the Megillah says, from Vanim Mitzvis, in the Pasik where you learn these three Mitzvis, Mishta, the Suda, and the Mishlaich Manis, the Shlariyayu, Matanis Lavyainim is. So the Pasik says, Laasais Oisam, that you should, that you should establish these days, Yemei Mishta Vesimcha, that the very days become days of joy. What does this mean? What do we understand from this word yemei? It doesn't say that you should do and fulfill a mishta v'simcha on this day. But it says that the day is mishta v'simcha. From the word yemei is mashma. From that word that it's days of mishta v'simcha, it seems clear. That this obligation of mishta v'simcha in Purim is nit apu'ula. It's not an action that a person has to do. Unzmana is in them tag, and the time when this action is fulfilled is on this day. In other words, we're talking to the person, to the Gavra, and we're telling him that you should do certain things that express joy. And when is the time? The time is in this day, in the time of the Purim. Not rather, thus is their gather, this defines the very day itself. It's an obligation that comes from the very day itself. It's a day which is a, a joyous day. The very day itself demands a fulfillment of Simcha because the day itself is an union of Simcha. The very Metzius of the day itself was defined as happy days, as joyous days. The day itself is transformed. And because the day is a Mishtav Simcha, so the day demands to, to act appropriately according to what the Mitzvah of the day itself is, to express the joy of the day. That's the Mitzvah. So again, the point is, the gather of the Mitzvah, it's not that the day is a day, the Yom Tov of Purim. And Elamai, on this day, the person has to do certain pu'ulis to commemorate and to express the joy of the miracle that Abishtha performed. It's more than that. The Ebishter is saying, these days themselves are days of Simcha. They're Simcha Dege days. Yes, they're Simcha Dege days. It's expected of the person, as a Zalzach Tzushtelen, that he should, he should act accordingly, according to the Etzim Simcha that this day contains in it. That's what you see from the term of Yemei Mishtav Simcha. From them is move on. So from this you understand, as Oichdi Andere and Yonim V'chiyuvim Fi Yemei Apurim. That even all the other obligations of the day, not only the actual mitzvah of the Mishta v'simcha, which is the su'udah of Purim, which is expressing the simcha of the very day, but even the other obligations of the day, or at least those that say right here in the same Pasuk, which is a Mishleich Manes, Matanis these other two mitzvahs, kumt oich als from them was the tag gufes and in Yemei Mishta v'simcha. They are also as a result of the fact that the very day itself is a joyous time period. It's a joyous day. So there, here, this is the source of what the Rambam is saying, that all mitzvahs of Purim are all one akud of Simcha. Even if it's true that the Matanis Lavyeinim and the Mishloyach Manis are not a Shleimos of the Suda, and you could do the mitzvah of the Suda Mishloyach even without Mishloyach Manis or without Matanis Lavyeinim, as the Rebbe proved earlier. But nevertheless, because we have a deeper point here, because the very day itself is Yemei Mishta V'Simcha, so even the other mitzvahs of Mishloyach Manis and Matanis Lavyeinim that are not connected directly to the mitzvah of Suda, 
The Suda is Mishleimus without them, but nevertheless, these two mitzvahs of Mishleach Manas and Matanas Lav are also mitzvahs that are expressing and are a fulfillment of what the very day itself is about, which is a, a day of Mishleh V'Simcha. If that's what the very essence of the day is, so therefore all the mitzvahs of the day will be connected in an expression of this Nekud, of the Simcha of the very day. Dominion, so this, this point here, as the Yimei, Veren Yimei Mishteh V'Simche, that the very day itself becomes a day of joy, you don't find this expression in the Torah regarding other Yom Yom On a regular Yom Tev, there is the mitzvah of Simchas Yom On this day, a person has to eat a Suda, or eat, eat Basar, or drink wine, to express the Simcha of Yom Tev. But to say that the very day itself is a zman, the very zman is a, is a day of simcha, and therefore the person has to express that simcha accordingly, you don't find this regarding another yantiv. So here, what do we see? This is the, uh, the concept of, of simcha. On Purim, you have an other yantivim, also the concept of simcha's yantiv. But when the, the mitzvah comes, the simcha of Purim, it's, it's on a whole different level. The very day itself is simcha. So now here we can bring back one of the details, to, at least one point to explain what the Rebbe began with in the Sikha regarding the Kimim HaShikib Lukvar. That in the mitzvah of Purim, you see in the very mitzvahs of the day an expression of this concept that the Yidin fully accepted the Torah. So now, das is the shaykhis, that Yidin are fully accepting this they already fulfilled before, in them inyim, was the zanin yimei mishta v'simcha, that the very day itself becomes a joyous day. Drik tzachayz das was hada kiblua b'meach This expresses this idea that the Yidin fully accepted the Torah in this time, that heipach v'nayna is the opposite of being an aynas. When they have makabel given the Torah, midaytam uritzaynam. When the Yidden were ready to accept the Torah, completely from their own free choice. So the fact that the simcha of the yamtiv of Purim is different than the simcha of a regular yamtiv. The simcha of the yamtiv of Purim is so deep that it really affects the very day itself. That the very day itself becomes a day of joy. Why is this a day of joy? Because this is the zman when the Yidden accepted the Torah willingly and with joy and with their own choice. That's why this is the only yantif where we find this concept that the very day itself is a day of joy. And therefore all the mitzvahs of the day are a result and are connected to this joy of the day. So we see here the inyan of Kimim HaShikib Lukfar expressed in the unique gather of the Simcha of the day. But this is, this is just this one point here. The Rebbe will come back to explain on a much deeper level where we see in the yantif of Purim and the mitzvahs of the day the expression of the inyan of Kimim HaShikib Lukfar. This point that you see in the Yomtif, in the mitzvahs of the Yomtif of Purim, an expression of this that he didn't fully accept the Torah, this is expressed primarily in the Eifin HaMeyuchad from the Simcha Bepurim, was Megifintnet by Andere Yamim Toivim Vechayuvi Simcha. So you find this regarding the special, unique oifen of the simcha in Purim, and you don't find by any other simcha that there is by other yomim taivim. Okay, so here the, the Rebbe will say a much deeper has been to this in. So just to review quickly, in the beginning of the sikha, the point that Rebbe said is that you can see in the mitzvahs of the day of Purim that they are done with an additional dimension whether it's Tzaka, Abbas Yisrael, or the mitzvah of Kriyas HaTayre, and that expresses the Hidr mitzvah that the Yidin are doing in these mitzvahs, the Hadar Kablur, that they're accepting it with their own free choice. Then, here the Rebbe added a deeper pshat to say that really, according to the Rambam, all these three mitzvahs are not connected to Abbas Yisrael, or Tzedakah, they're point to Simcha. 
And therefore, according to the Rambam, the Hadakabluah that you see in these three mitzvahs of Simcha is the fact that this is a unique Simcha. This is a, a Simcha that's related to the very essence of the day itself. And here, according to this shit of the Rambam, that all three mitzvahs of the day express the union of Simcha, is, is going to, the Rebbe will explain on an even deeper level how the Simcha of the day and the unique way of how this Simcha is fulfilled expresses the Hadakabluah B'Meach HaShvedish. Let's see. So regarding the Suda of Purim, the Rambam says, What's the obligation of this Suda of Purim? He eats and he drinks and he drinks wine. To the point that he becomes drunk and he will fall asleep out of drunkenness. The source of this is what the Gemara says, Rava says, A person is obligated to become intoxicated on Purim, to the point that the person can't distinguish between Arar Haman and Barach Mardachai. Now, seemingly, what is this concept of being drunk in Purim? Is Shichros Nitken and Hagar Being drunk is not an appropriate behavior. As there are many Mepharshim that speak about the concept of Shikhris, but specifically here regarding this halacha of being drunk on Purim. And the Rambam brings up this subject regarding other Yamim Tevim. And there the Rambam says, When a person gets drunk and with the laughter and with, the, with that comes out as a result of that, that's not joy. That's not the joy of Yom Tev, that That's frivolity. It's a whole different thing. It's, 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 it's wild. It's not. It's nothing to do with the mitzvah of simchas yamtiv. If so, the question is: Is vi kuntes as does this This is not just allowed, but this is actually the obligation of this suddha. To put him to drink and to be to the point that a person becomes drunk. How could that be a positive thing regarding the mitzvah of simcha and put him? Based on what we said before, this could be explained. Based on what we said before, that really the mitzvah of Simchas Purim is an expression of the Hoda Kiblua B'meach HaShvedish. The question is, where do we see in Purim that Chazal instituted anything to express this, that Eden accepted the Torah and Purim? So, so the answer is the Simcha of Purim is a unique Simcha which expresses that Hadakablua. So since the, the Simcha of Purim is an expression of that Hadakablua, this will explain why the Simcha of Purim is unique and it demands this level of Simcha, so the Rav explains. Since and Purim was accomplished with the Gemara Zog, that he didn't hear fulfilled and accepted fully what they already accepted once before. The Shleimus of Gemara from Kabbalah Satayra, the full acceptance of the Tayra. So now let's go a step deeper on to understand what really is Kabbalah Satayra all about. What is the Tere? It's not just wisdom. It's, a, it's an expression, it's a revelation of the Ebishter's will and wisdom, and even more so, It's a hidden treasure of the Ebishter himself. A very deep thing that's totally removed of our being, of our entire reality. So this is something which a human being, which a created being, a mugbul, which is limited in Zayn Yediyevasagi, on in Zayn is here with his understanding, with his comprehension, within his confines of his being, cannot receive this. He has no way how to contain this within him. 
It's too, it's unlimited, it's so far, it's so great. It's the Chemdog news of the Hebishter. And the river is by Matan Torah called Dibba Vidibba Parchanishmasam. And that's the reason why at the time of Matan Torah, when the Ebishter speaks to the Eden, every one of the Dibba of that Sarasa Dibba caused their Neshama to fly out of their body. Because it can't, this is such a tremendous revelation that can't be contained. So that's the concept of the Kabbalah of Torah the first time around. Well, Derech so similar, even more so, is the fact that Yidin now accepted the Torah again, and the Rebbe emphasizes the word Kablu. Kablu means that they're going to that they're going to be a keli, to be a, a, a to be able to contain this in their mitzvahs. How does a person? become a keli to contain this tremendous revelation of the Eibishter himself, which is so unlimited, the Chem de Gnuza of Teireh. In order to not to, to receive, to be a real keli to receive the Eibishter's Teireh, had gedavd zayn, der bittel vas, bittel hasoge vedas bisu afshatas agashmias. So this is, if what's necessary for this is, to a person to completely annul himself, to put aside his own understanding and to totally remove himself of any of the layers of his own being, including any, any Gashmias that there is, to completely go away from who he is, to let go of his entire Metzias. This is found also regarding davening in general, which is quoted in Turan Shulchan Aruch, with Admar Zakan, the Altarev Shulchan Aruch quotes this as well. The extent and the level of the davening of those people that are on the level of When one davens, he has to imagine that he's standing right in front of Hashem. And therefore the Rambam says, or in Shulchan Aruch it says, about They would seclude themselves and they would have tremendous concentration in their davening. To the point that they came to a level where they, they completely removed of any physical aspect of their being. And what was very intense was the spiritual, the, the neshama of, of their being. So much so that in their davening they can come to a level of nevuah. That's the real concept of bittel, where a person elevates himself to a degree, to a point where he lets go of his own mitzvahs at all. All layers of his own, of his own being are shed and he connects to the Ebesha completely to like a level of a Navi, where he's totally one with Hashem. Now in the time, when the time of the Ness of Purim happened, then in Yidin, so them Tzugikum, and the Yidin came to this level of Bittl, to be totally unified with Ebesha himself, through the mysterious nefesh that the Yidin then had the entire year. And this is something which the Alter Rebbe explains in Torah er, that the mysterious nefesh that the Yidin had in the time period of Purim was not just the mysterious nefesh for one day or one week, but the Xayda of Purim that was hanging over the Yidin was basically for close to a year. And the entire year, the Yidin did not have any thoughts to assimilate and to try to save themselves from the Xayda of Haman in this way. So therefore, the point over here is that just like by Matan Torah, there was a Parchanish Masan, which is the absolute bittal that the Yidin experienced when they couldn't receive the Torah. So over here, in the days of Purim, the Yidin Kabluhu. Over here, it wasn't Parchanish Masan. Over here, the Yidin themselves, through their tremendous mysterious nefesh, they became Kalim to be able to now receive this tremendous revelation of the Torah. That's what was the difference. That's what changed from Matan Torah to Purim. Now they became Kalim to accept this tremendous revelation.
So now bringing this back to the mitzvahs of Purim, which all the mitzvahs of Purim are connected to the simcha of the day and the unique level of the simcha of the day, as the Rambam describes, that it's to the point of shikhrus. He says, move on. So based on this, we understand as the Indian ikri from Purim. What's the main point of Purim? Der itzumay shalyayim. So to speak, the essence of what the day is. There's a similar lashon that it says regarding Yom Kippur. The, the very essence of what this day is. Zoktzeh is expressed in Yemei Mishta V'Simcha. It's in the essence of the joy of the day and the unique joy of this day. In the Simcha Sasude Ba'ayfun Fun, Shaisi Yayin, Achi Yishtacher, V'Yirodon B'Shachrusay. When the Simcha is to this extent that the person is drunk and he falls asleep out of this drunkenness. How does this express? this unique essence of what the day is, which is this Hoda Kiblua that the Yidin are now kalim through their Mesiris Nefesh to the Torah that they receive then. So the Rebbe explains, This that the Yidin are now kalim to accept and receive this. That they now fully accepted and fulfilled what they already accepted once before by Matan Torah. It's expressed by the fact that a person annuls, a person lets go of his own understanding. To the point that a person comes to shed all the layers of his being, his whole Gashmias does not exist by him. And this is what it says regarding a Novi. All these Neviim ain Rayan Khulu Laila. The Navua, the vision that they see is in a dream at night. That is, or by daytime, by daytime after it falls upon them a deep sleep. And the kulam, kishim misnabim, when they say the nevuah, evareim is dazim, their bodies tremble, v'koyach aguf kashal, and their body becomes weak, v'shtoneseim is tarfes, and their thinking also becomes confused. So we see here in the Lashon of the Rambam, he describes a Navi that when he has this vision, he loses his whole being, he loses his whole Metzius. And the Rambam describes this, that he loses his whole being, that he becomes sort of unconscious, he falls asleep. On the Reber, so this is the connection to what the Rambam says here, is So the same is also regarding the unique level and celebration of the Simcha of Purim in Azan Nid Mugbul So it's to such an unlimited degree, that he becomes drunk, and he falls asleep with his drunkenness. What does this mean? This expression of Yiradam B'Shechrusay that the Rambam says here. He's not talking about a person that's wild and becomes drunk and foolish and so on. This, this Shechrus and the Yiradam B'Shechrusay is the same language the Rambam uses regarding the Navi. That the person falls asleep, meaning he lets go of his whole being. He's, he's, he's not conscious of himself, but he's completely bottled to Hashem. When his own form and his own thinking and his own being of who he is becomes totally bottled to Hashem. So therefore we see that the unique simcha of Purim, the shikhras of Purim, is not just a shikhras in the negative and foolish behavior that it says in other places, but the shikhras of Purim really means an expression of the fact that every Yidin Purim, his shikhras, his level of simcha should be similar to a Navi, where the person completely loses his own being and becomes completely bottled to Hashem. So this, I mean, this is the uh, here regarding what the Rambam adds. Where did the Rambam take this from? I mean, the Mefarshim say it comes from the Gemara. But where does it say in the Gemara this concept of Yiradim B'Shechrusay? 
So the Rambam is saying, because he's trying to explain to you what the real concept of the Shechris is. That the Shechris is the Tardema that he said regarding Nevoe. That's the Yeradim Shechrusi here as well. The absolute Bittl Tashem when a person loses his own understanding and is totally Bittl Tashem in this Simcha. So we could see here how this Simcha is the expression of the Hadakiblua Bimea Khashvedish when Yidin had the Mesiris Nefesh and were completely bottled and they were Kalim to receive the Tayra. So now coming to the mitzvah of Matanas Lavyanim. Matanas Lavyanim is also part of the Yemei Mishtava Simcha to express this absolute joy and this, this, this Kabbalah that Yidin accepted the Tayra. But the Matanas Lavyanim the Rambam brings in a separate halacha. Because Matanas Lavyanim expresses this much more than the Suda or even the Mishlayach Manas, as the Rebbe will explain here. When Mahai time is the Rambam, and this, for this reason the Rambam says that Mutav Ladam Laharvis Matanas Lavyanim. It's best for a person to spend more in giving the Matanas Lavyanim, Laharvis Bisudasa, Bishlayach Manas Lariyayav. More than the Suda or the Mishlayach Manas of Purim. Chach aladrai mitzvahs is in Yonan Simcha. Even if it's true, like we said before, that according to the Rambam, all three mitzvahs, their point is Simcha, because that's the whole day. The day is Yemei Mishtav Simcha. Is Aber Einsham Simcha Gedayla Mufuara El Sameach Levaniyam V'Yisaynen. However, this greatest Simcha, splendid Simcha, that's only the Simcha of Matanis Lev Yainen. So this is a unique, a different category, a whole different level of Simcha. And the point is as follows. When is the Simcha an Emeseh? When is the Simcha real, genuine, and full Simcha? And the main point of the concept of Simcha that we're talking about here, regarding Purim, is a kind of Simcha that takes a person completely out of his own being, out of his own Seichel that he thinks for himself. And a person comes to a level of Lo Yadi where he's not, he's not thinking with his own awareness and his own knowledge. Which, as we explained, this expresses the real simcha that the person is fully accepting the Torah of the Eibushter, which is unlimited. So, where is this primarily? When a person adds matanas lavyanim, he gives for poor people. Was their mit With this, he expresses as uh, as their inyan from mesameach zayin levaniim chulo that to bring the joy to the poor people. Ruf by imarais mer simcha v'zayin egenesudav simcha. That for the person, he becomes more happy. There's more simcha here, not only when he's with simcha himself, even this unlimited simcha of, of Adolayada, but it is even more of a simcha when he shares with someone else. And this is an even greater simcha than even the mitzvah of Mishleach Manis, where he's sharing his simcha with other people that are his friends, that are on his level. So everything we said till here, Yes, the, the, the Simcha of Purim, even the Simcha of the Suda, is also an unlimited Simcha, also expressing a Simcha of a tremendous bittel. And the Mishlayach Manis is also connected to the Simcha of the day, which is, which is unlimited, which is an unusual level of Simcha. But nevertheless, Sof Sof, in the Simcha of the Suda or the Simcha of Mishlayach Manis, there's a limitation to this that it's your Simcha. Unlimited, but it's still limited to you, your experience of the Simcha. Or the people that are on your level, Mishlayach Manis. On the other hand, the mitzvah of Matanislav Yoinim, the fact that a person gets real simcha by sharing with someone that's totally not on his level, that's an element of bittal. That's an element of letting go of yourself, which is much greater than the simcha of the Suda of the Mishlayach Manis. 
But on the other hand, regarding the simcha that there is in a regular yomtiv, but the chiyav of simcha biyomtiv is the mitzvah v'samachta b'chagecha. There, the simcha is v'samachta b'chagecha, a regular controlled level of simcha. Says in them the daughter chiyav libsuma adala yada atchi yishtakir. Over there, there is no chiyav of simcha to this point where a person completely lets go of himself to the point of drunkenness, which, as we explained before, refers to this level of nevuah. Bisar is given Zay Metzias to totally let go of his of his Metzias. On the contrary, with the Rambam, we move on from the Rambam Darton, as understood from the Rambam Kanal, as was quoted before. If there are no poor people or bitter people that are around, is Maspik Zay Simcha Pratis. So then it would be enough. It would be sufficient. Your own personal Simcha yourself with your family. Unas Feltnit and Zankiya Mitzvus Visamachta Vachagecha Vasotag Bala. There's nothing lacking in the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtev, which is a mitzvah which is limited. It's a Simcha which is controlled and limited. In other words, the Rebbe is trying to explain, even though we do, we do find regarding Simchas Yamtev that the Rambam also very much emphasizes to include the poor people. But you can't compare that to what it says here regarding Matanus Lav Yainim. Because by the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtev, if there are poor people that are there that are needy, so then you have to include them. But if not, the mitzvah of Simchas Yamtev is fulfilled without having those poor people. Over there by Yomtev, what's the language Rambam says? Only if a person, there are poor people that are there and they want to enter and you lock the door of your courtyard. He locks the door, he does something to negate, to not allow the poor people to join your simcha. Then you're not doing simcha's mitzvah, it's, it's your own personal simcha of your stomach and your own family and you're not, because you're not allowing anyone else to come in. Whereas by Purim, it's not just if you don't allow the Aniyim to come in. The whole point of the mitzvah of Matanus Lav Yainim on Purim is, it's a different attitude of Simcha. Where the person realizes that even after the unlimited Simcha of Purim, but he's not satisfied with that. Because he knows that he's far still limited in his own mitzvah. And therefore he looks to Dafka give to someone that's totally on a lower level than him. And that's the real bittel that's expressed in this kind of Simcha. So that's unique by Purim, that's Tafka the Matanus Lev Yainim, which expresses a deeper bittal, even more than the Simcha of the Sudha or of the Mishlayach Manas. As the Rebbe here will conclude and explain this. On in them is the Yisraim from the Simcha Bechaga Purim. So this is the tremendous advantage that there is in the Simcha of Purim, was the Simcha Davzayin Ad Lo Yadi. The Simcha is to the point where a person loses his own understanding, Hechuf Mazan Yediyeh Vag higher than your understanding and your limitations. And where is this tremendous great simcha of Purim really fully expressed? When a person is not limited to himself on his level where he is, but he shares with others that are on a completely lower level and he brings them simcha. As Rebbe pointed out before, that the main mitzvah over here is not just the tzedakah, but to bring even people that are on a lower level of you to bring them simcha. One of them is the Rambam Moisif. And here the Rambam adds, so now the Simcha of Purim is not just the fact that this is an unlimited Simcha. To the point of drunkenness, which is the Nevoah, the level of Nevoah that I have explained before. This expresses the fact that Yidin are now a keli to receive the Eibishtis Torah, which is unlimited through this tremendous bittel in this kind of a simcha, but it goes even further. The real essence of this 
unlimited simcha. The absolute bittul is expressed even more so in Matanas Lavyanim. Because Amasameach, Levam Lalim, Ha'elu, a person that brings joy to these unfortunate people, Daimelishchina. It's only dafka through this that you become compared to the Shchina. As the Simcha von Yidin Umla, this concept that the joy of another person which is unfortunate and is depressed and can't be happy, roofed by Simcha that you're so concerned about another person and you want to make sure that another person is happy, and only through this you come to your real joy, is Nechayach by Nivra by a regular person, by a human being which is living in his limitations and is content naturally with himself. So whatever shlemus he's lacking for himself, that's something that he's concerned about. That's something that he wants to achieve. But the fact that another person is not happy, and because the other person is not happy, so therefore you can't be happy, that means that you're going completely out of yourself. You're totally letting go of yourself. And you're concerned about another person's happiness. That's not something that a human being naturally can come to, to feel that, to want to accomplish that. Why? Because a person is an entity for himself, and a person is closest to himself, closer than anybody else. So he, he's, he's concerned about his own simcha. So naturally, a human being, his own personal simcha will always be more important to him and have a priority more than the simcha of other people. Especially if the other person that has no simcha is someone that's completely not on your level, a person that's much lower than you. So where does this come from? That a person feels like that my simcha alone is, is not it. I could only really be besimcha because I'm making another person, which is on a much lower level than me, besimcha. Nor blois by shechina. This is something that only the Eibishter has this. Only the Eibishter, which is unlimited, has this inyan that to bring simcha even to the lowest of the low that there is. So the fact that a yid could be in such a kind of a, with such a level of simple, with such a nature, and to this point is this the father said is daimelishchene. The reason is because every yid is also daimelishchene. Every yid has that kayachene which is daimelishchene. So this is the unique concept of daimelishchene which the Rambam speaks about here specifically in to Matanis Lavyainim. In other words, going back to what the Rebbe said before, the Ramam does not mention to the mitzvah of tzedakah. Regarding the mitzvah of tzedakah, when a person fulfills what another Oni is lacking and gives him what he needs, that doesn't express this this concept where a person cannot be besimcha himself until another person, which is much, much lower than him, that he should be besimcha. That's what he's focused on, to be mesameach, unfortunate people. That's something which is so selfless that by a human being it's impossible unless it is that he has the kayach of the shechina of the etzim of a yid which is in him that has that kayach to go out of his limitations. This is the true bittel, the essence of the bittel of a yid that's expressed on Purim. Tafke by Matanas Lav Yainim even more than the Adelayada of the Simcha of Purim. Through this behavior is a mekayim darinim for yemei mishtev v'simcha b'shleimus. That's the fulfillment of the simcha of Purim in its fullest extent. So here you see, even down to his actions, literally it reveals fully It reveals this that that the Yidden fully accepted and are now a full keli through this bittle to accept the Torah in the times of Achashverosh. To fully accept and not to be a keli to this that they accepted already once before at the time of Matan Torah.
By the time of Matan Torah, they were not a keli, parchonish malsan. And now, through the bittol and the mesiris nefesh that the Yidin had then in that time period, and today, through the mitzvahs of Purim, the, the Adalayada, the Simcha of Purim, the Mishlayach Manis, which is also a selfless act, but even more so by the Matanis Le'av Yainim, to be sure that someone else that's totally lower than you should be besimcha, that's the ultimate selfless Simcha of Purim that expresses and makes Yidin a keli to the Kaimu Mashakib Lukvar to be Makabal the Abish